Hello, and welcome to the Ashford Manor podcast. I'm Cheryl Sabins. And I'm Liesl Kraus. All right, so Cheryl, last time we were together, we talked about uh, therapy dogs and facility dogs. Yes. Um, but this time, let's talk about service dogs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, service dogs are um, protected through the American Disabilities Act here in the States, yes. the ADA. Um, but what exactly is a service dog? So a service dog is a working dog that works with one person and um, they're there to help them sometimes save their lives. Um, so they are for people with diabetes or PTSD or severe anxiety um, kids on the spectrum, um, things like that. Those are the type of people um, that need service dogs. We don't provide service dogs for like blind because ours aren't big enough. Or a person that needs stability assistance, we are not going to provide that dog because we don't have dogs that are large enough to be able to do those jobs. Right. So a lot of our service dogs, especially the ones that are micros or minis, yeah. um, they're they're portable. So yes. they're uh, really more for people who need that portability option, mm -hmm. um, not so much a dog that will physically support them. Correct. Um, so can anyone go out and, you know, go online and register their dog as a service dog? No. Unfortunately... Um, there are organizations that make it look that way, um, but that is not at all um, how you get a service dog. You have to get a service dog through proper training. Um, we use Ultimate Canine out of Indianapolis, and um, they work phenomenal uh, to produce great service dogs. And according to the ADA, um, actually, there's no paperwork or anything that's needed for your service dog um, as long as your service dog is being well-behaved and is trained to do a specific task for you and people cannot ask what that task is, Correct. Um, then they are allowed public access um, yes. so long as it is safe. Yes, yes. And, I mean, this, this dog is a dog that has to be amazing. You know, they, I mean, they have to be so in tune with their handler that um, they tune everything else out. Because really, if you go and you disturb a service dog, you could be um, affecting that handler's life. Right. If a dog is waiting for a low blood sugar mm -hmm. um, alert and you distract the service dog, um, you know, that could mean that somebody goes into a diabetic coma. Exactly. Um, there are serious repercussions in that case. Yes. Um, you know, working uh, with some of the trainers with Ultimate Canine, uh, you know, I've gone um, out to restaurants and they've been training a dog with them. And yes. the biggest compliment is always, oh, wow, we didn't even know that there was a dog here. Yes. Because um, yes. the dog should be so focused on whoever is handling it at that time. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit more in depth about some of those, uh, specific circumstances that you, um, mentioned for ways that a service dog could help somebody. So, 
Um, you mentioned PTSD and severe anxiety. Yes. Um, so what could one of our dogs do for somebody with a um, condition like that? So they could, um, they are tuned in to know um, like the triggers that happen. And so they are taught different commands. Um, uh, working with ultimate canine, um, they're taught different commands for different things. And so um, each, each dog is kind of trained specifically for that person. So um, exactly what is trained, that's, uh, that's not my department. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've seen so many of them um, trained in helping um, those clients. It's amazing. So, I mean, each person, like if you suffered from PTSD and I suffered from PTSD, they could be very different. And so that's why each person um, kind of, um, so Julie at Ultimate Canine um, has an application that goes much more in depth than my applications to find out more about what, what that person actually needs. So depending on what I needed, uh, the service dog would be able to, um, work with me really yes. specifically yes that's awesome to know so if you're somebody who needs um you know a dog to keep uh you know circling you to make sure that you have a little bubble of your own personal yes. space yes that's something that one of our dogs could definitely do mm -hmm. um, but if you don't need that your dog necess won't necessarily know how to do that correct okay. yeah um so what are some of the the rules we've talked a little bit about you know the um the ADA protects dogs here in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, so that means that if you do have a service dog that is trained and, you know, trained well with their well-behaved, mm -hmm. um, they can come on a plane with me. Yes. Uh, they could come to a restaurant with me. Yep. They can go anywhere with you, to work, to school, um, anywhere. And a service dog is, is that that is their job. So um, they actually get stressed when they're not with their handler because that is um, that that is what their job is. That's what they want to do. That's you know that's their passion. And so if you had a service dog and you just wanted to go away without your dog for some reason, you probably don't need a service dog. You probably <laughs> could have a therapy dog <laughs> because that dog will probably you know chew the doorknob or whatever to get to their their person. And that's not because they're not well trained. It's just because they're trained to be with their person all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really great to know. Um, so definitely, you know, if you're considering a service dog, especially if you have, um, you know, allergies, so you need um, one that is hypoallergenic, it doesn't shed, mm -hmm. consider the Labradoodle. Um, they're, you know, really great for this type of work. Um, you know, they're bred from some of what I've heard uh, people call the Fab Four of service dog yeah. Uh, breeds. Yeah. Um, yep. So Cheryl, have the dogs here done anything cute this week? Yeah. Um, so we have Summer, Duchess, and Becky that live with us. And Summer is um, our matriarch. Uh, she's She lives here. She's been here. Um, she was our first breeding dog. And um, anyway, so she's here. And her and Becky play all the time. And it's so fun to watch because it just brings back the youth to Summer. 
But now Duchess started playing with Becky. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cute because they wrestle and they chase and stuff. And Duchess has always kind of been a duchess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was say, she's kind of the resident grouch of the, of the house. She's just kind of like, you know, I'm special and <laughs> I don't play with you, Becky, you know. <laughs> and so anyway, she has started playing with Becky and it's just really fun. Well, that's so sweet. So, yep. And anything big happening here at the manor soon? Um, we actually just bred Mary. Um, this will be her first litter. Um, so we bred Mary and Thumper. So we'll have some apricot and red uh, mediums um, coming up. Uh, Mary's, I think, about 35 pounds, and Thumper's about 30 pounds. And so um, in about eight or nine weeks, we'll have some puppies from them. Oh, so exciting. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Ashford Manor Labradoodles, Facebook, YouTube, and our website, ashfordmanorlabradoodles.com. That's ashfordmanorlabradoodles.com. Until next time, keep wagging.